Hi everyone, welcome back to season two of the Gap Talk Show of episode three. I'm so sorry, I had a little bit of a tongue twister. Guys, I'm so excited to be back with season with, episode, with season two and episode three. Um, we're slowly but surely getting there. We released two episodes last week and this week I have a really juicy, juicy topic that I want to share with you guys. And I have an experience that I want to relate to you all. And I want to give you guys an analogy of this experience relating it to a movie that I watched last week, a series that I watched last week. And I want to help you understand how to walk through, how to walk um, through your wilderness with joy in your heart and with faith. Um, because everybody has a wilderness period. Everybody has a or uh, 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 to the wil- a wilderness period like how the Israelites had a wilderness period everyone has a wilderness period and the way you walk in your wilderness the way you respond in your wilderness the way you are cheerful and happy in your wilderness depends how 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 early or how quicker you come out and I'm giving you uh, I'm telling you something that it's actual fact I used to hear people talk about this all the time especially ministers I think I heard Joyce Myers speak about it but she wasn't so elaborate I heard Bishop T.D. Jakes talk about it then I started to understand that, oh, my wilderness depends on joy. I started reading the scriptures and understanding that the word of God says to you that you can joy, you can, you can draw water with joy. You can draw water from the river. What does that mean? Like water is life. Water is like, you will never be thirsty. You never be thirsty and we never want to be thirsty. If you're thirsty, that's not a good thing. If your throat is dried, if you, if you're, if you're dehydrated, that's not a good thing. So this today's topic of episode three is called on the way to my promised land, or should we say the journey to the promised land? Wow. So last week I happened to not be doing anything and I just said, let me watch this series. Um, it's like a Polish series and it was called the top, the title of it was called to the lake. And I watched this family's journey, their journey to the lake. What happened? Why were they leaving this, their civil life, their normal life and going to a lake, a lake where they were going for hibernation, for safety, where they were going to, you know, um, be safe to hibernate what put them in that predicament or in that situation that they were going on that journey the journey of almost you know a week to to a lake why so supposedly in that town in the whole country um in russia that was uh that was the series i was watching it was shot in russia um there was a virus that broke out and nobody actually really knew what kind of virus this was. But this virus was turning people's eyes like, you know how a blind person, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a blind person before. And this blind person's eyes is, you don't see the pupils anymore. Everything about the person's eyes, you can tell that they're blind. It, it looks pure white. Even the eyeball, the black area is pure white. And it's blanked out. So even they, they become blind, can't see. And um, they get really sick. They start coughing up blood and they have to be isolated. They cannot be amongst everybody because the virus is very contagious and you can get affected. So long story short, um, that is what made them to leave their normal life and to go out somewhere to go hide and get hibernated and stay safe. So on their journey, the journey to the lake it opened up my eyes for me to remember in my mind, my spirit to remember the journey of the Israelites in the wilderness. 
and I started comparing both journeys and it's sort of similar, but in different ways. So the wilderness journey was that they had to go through the wilderness in order to get to their promised land because they just came out of captivity out of the hands of the Egyptians. And God was taking them through the wilderness because that wilderness journey was taking them to their promised land. There was a land that God wanted to give them. And there was a spot that God wanted to give them. And God said it to them, I'm taking to your promised land. And that land is where you will eat honey and drink milk. That means that you will eat the good of the land. You will have peace. You will enjoy yourself. You will be happy. But it was a journey. And in the process of this promised land, one thing God didn't explain to them was that they were going to encounter giants. God doesn't tell you everything. That's why he's God. But he walks with you. He knew that they were going to encounter issues. He knew that they were going to encounter battles. He knew that they were going to encounter times where they, they were hungry and they haven't eaten all day and they haven't had water. He knew that they were going to encounter prophets. He knew that they were going to encounter help. There was different type of encounters that they had in their wilderness period. The same thing for that series that I watched to the lake. They had different encounters, different troubles, different good troubles, different bad troubles. It was all many encounters. That's the same thing with you and I. In our wilderness period, the wilderness period is like a dry period where you're walking through your wilderness period and you're waiting for that day of glory to come. Your day of glory is the day of your success, the day of your celebration, the day of your open doors, the day of your congratulations that is your day of that's your promised land the day of your peace the day of your joy the day that God has promised you that you will see and you will no longer see your enemies the day that God has promised you that you will see and you will no longer see battles or problems that is your promised land so what happened to the children of Israelites they encountered many things that's the same thing between you and I I walked through my promised land I walked sorry I walked through my wilderness for I think 30 years. I walked with, I just turned 31 October 2nd. I'm not ashamed to tell you how old I am. I just turned 31 October 2nd. And I walked through my wilderness period for 30 years. Then it was when I was about to clock 31 that I started talking to God like, no, I refuse to see another dry season. I refuse to struggle. I refuse to see hardship. I refuse to see pain. I refuse to see rejection. I refuse to see um, neglect. I refuse to be abused. I refuse not to be loved. This wilderness has to come to an end. So I started asking God, what shall I do? I started asking the spirit of God because we all have the Holy Spirit. What shall I do? What is going to happen? How shall I apply the process? What do, what do I do to make this wilderness period become a reality because I wrote down how I want my promised land to be. You have a choice to write down how your promised land to be or the promised land that God is going to give you. But I wrote down how I want my promised land to be and what I desired in the day of my celebration and my congratulations. So I walked through this wilderness period and I saw a lot of things. I cried a lot. The battle was intense. My enemies came after me day after day after day, time after time. I had no peace. I was owing rent. I couldn't pay my car note. I was struggling. Some of my bills, I was backed up in bills I had applied for so many jobs and I was getting one rejection after another rejection after another rejection I went through a period of time where I was broke I think I told you guys in the last episode um, um, episode two if you listen to it where 
God was explaining to you the weight and the process of the weight. The weight is the wilderness. And the process of that, I explained to you in season two that how I had negative $2 in my bank account. And it was on my birthday. On my birthday, I didn't even have a dime to even celebrate. On my birthday, I didn't celebrate and I couldn't even be celebrated. I didn't do nothing on my birthday. I sat in the house. I prayed. And I said, God, I'm turning 31. And my 31 is going to be different. It doesn't matter if I'm not able to celebrate it this day. But I'm going to have a celebrating year going forward. 31 and moving forward is going to be the best years of my life. So I took down a pen and paper and I started doing a little bit of investigation in my destiny. The things that God has revealed to me about myself and the things that he's been showing me. And I started applying it in prayer. I started praying more. I started praying four times a day. I started fasting more. I started being happy. I started holding on to faith. No matter what my circumstance looked like, I didn't even let it bother me. I had my eyes on God. I started reading the word of God because it started giving me some more information and some enlightenment of who God was. And it gave me an understanding of who God is. The problem is that if you're walking in your in your wilderness period and you're walking in your you're walking your, your, your journey to your promised land, if you do not have an understanding of who God is, you might lose faith because you might think that that this thing is never going to happen. You might not think that this thing is real because it's going to you're going to come to a point in your life where you're waiting and you're expecting and you believe that it's going to happen today. And then unfortunately, it does not happen for you that day. So you're like, oh, this thing is not real. God does not exist. But that's part of the process. That's part of the process. You don't determine when it's going to happen. Your actions make God determine when it's going to happen for you. The way you receive it, the way you accept it. I started enjoying my wilderness. I have to tell you the truth. I started enjoying being broke. I started enjoying being happy. I started, there was food in the house and there was things that were expired. I started cooking expired food. I started cooking. I couldn't buy food outside anymore because I was used to buying takeout. I was used, I'm used to sitting out at a nice restaurant and eating and I couldn't do that anymore. So I started, the Holy Spirit started giving me ideas on cooking. I would put this and this together and I would cook. I was enjoying it. I was eating expired food. I was remaking expired food on the stove. I'm telling you, your world is good. You're going to do some crazy things and you're going to, and you're, you're going to do some crazy things that you never thought in your life that you would ever do. But that's your faith and God is looking at how you're accepting your situation and how you're enjoying it. I would wake up every day, pray faithfully in prayer, praising God, worshiping God faithfully every day. And the journey became more lesser. The more, the more I became happier, the more I started seeing the light. The more I became happier and accepting my situation, the more I started seeing the light. The more I accepted where I was at, the more I started seeing the light. The more I started making the best out of my situation, the more I started seeing the light. Do you understand? Even though I was remaking expired food, I was still perfecting my craft and cooking. I am a single lady who's going to be married soon, but I was still perfecting my craft for my future children, for my future husband. I'm perfecting my craft i was on a stove and perfected my craft and cooking and i love cooking it was it was it was it was something to do while waiting on god i started baking something to do while waiting on god i started reading the word something to do while waiting on god i started going on my podcast and starting and talking starting to something to do while waiting on god i started listening to messages something to do while waiting on god and you realize the more you do these things with joy in your heart and you're not
not even thinking about your situation. Time is going by really quick. Time is going by really quick. And you're speeding up the process of your wilderness. And God is fighting your battles without you even struggling. God is taking down your enemies without you even struggling. God is taking down your adversaries without you even struggling. God is taking down your giants without you even struggling. Because trust me, in your wilderness, you're going to encounter giants. You're going to encounter a Goliath. I'm sure everyone has heard about the story between David and Goliath. You're going to encounter a Goliath. You're going to encounter these things in your wilderness. But what makes your wilderness what makes your wilderness what it is is the way you you walk with God. God wants you to walk with him faithfully. The word of God says in Hebrews, thou cannot please God if not with faith. The number one way to please God is faith. So the way you walk with God pleases him, that you trust him. So when you encounter an issue in your promised land, when you encounter a giant that's in your promised land when you encounter a giant in your wilderness while you're walking your journey to your promised land in your wilderness while you encounter while you're encountering a giant and if you stumble across a problem what happens is that because the way you've been walking what God has pleased him through faith God makes that giant God God defeats that giant for you without you even lifting your arm without you even struggling the defeat was so easy then you start to realize that hmm this giant that you've been trying to defeat, have you noticed that you've repeated the same situation over and over again in your life? Have you noticed that multiple times you find yourself repeating the same similar situation over and over again? Why? Because of the way you've walked with God. Your walk with God has to be pleasant. Then your defeat with your enemies will come with ease. Your giant defeat will come with ease. Your hunger defeat will come with ease. Your helpers will come with ease. The word of God will come with ease. Everything is going to be easier. Your journey in the wilderness will become joyful you're not worried about your next meal you're not worried about what you're gonna do you're not worried about what's gonna happen tomorrow you're just enjoying God you're enjoying your wilderness you're enjoying loving on God you're enjoying praying you're enjoying praising God you're enjoying having faith you're, you're seeing that day the more you're praying the more you're praising you are seeing that day come to fruition you are seeing that day come to light and the, the, and God is giving it giving you that day in your mind and you're seeing that day like oh my gosh and the wilderness is speaking the, the whole Holy Spirit is speaking to you like you're almost there. You're going to make it because in my wilderness, while I was walking through my wilderness, the Holy Spirit kept telling me, you're almost there. You're almost there. You have to finish line. You have to finish line. You have to finish line. I kept hearing that. You have to finish line. You have to finish line. And I was like, okay, I got to push a little harder. I started praying more. I started doing this. I, I kept pushing. But everything I did, I did it with joy. I stopped worrying because worrying is not of God. I stopped having anxiety because that's not of God. I, start, I started enjoying my wilderness. And that is the key point in this message is enjoy where you're at. Enjoy it. And that is the weakness. That's the, that's the defeat to the enemy. When Satan is looking at you and you're happy, you don't know when your next, where your next dime is going to come from. You don't know where your money is going to come from. You don't know anything about you, what's going to happen next. You don't know if they're going to kick you out because you're backed on, you're backed up on rent. You don't know if you're going to come down and they're going to take you, your car. You don't know what's going to happen to you. You don't know nothing, but you held on to faith. You held on to God. You did not give up. You smiled. You enjoyed it. You told God you love him. You told God you trust him. You told the Lord you believe him. And before you knew it, it happened suddenly. It happened suddenly. And you start realizing 
one breakthrough to another breakthrough to another breakthrough. And you start realizing that, oh my gosh, I'm at my promised land. I've got into my promised land. When things start to work out, your, your feet has entered into your promised land. You start seeing good things. You have gotten into your promised land. You start, you start, your, your destiny becomes a reality. The, this dream that you have becomes a reality. The things that you wrote down that you wanted, that you desired, your vision becomes a reality. You've gotten into your promised land. And I'm telling you today, if you have given up on your destiny, if you have given up on your dream, if you have given up on your vision. If you have given up on what you told God, what you want to be today, I am telling you, God mocked where you stopped. All you have to do is go back to where you stopped and start and continue. The good thing about God is God doesn't make you start over. Wherever you left off at is where you're going to repeat. You're not starting back over from first grade. You're just repeating where you left off at. You go back at that same spot. Where you left off at. And you continue the journey. You continue it with joy. You continue with peace. Don't worry about your circumstance. I know your reality is screaming negative. But but the spirit realm is screaming positive. My spirit realm was showing me. My promised land. Was showing me good things. Was showing me. The the, 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 the the things that I wrote down that I wanted God to do it was showing me signs of good things to come but my reality was showing me something totally different but I didn't worry about that because if my reality if my spirit realm is showing me the positive that means that very soon my reality that is what's going to be happening that's, that's what it's going to be my reality is going to be that I'm about to enter into my promised land And I woke up one day and I entered into my promised land. I woke up one day and I made it to my promised land. God started giving me more of understanding of who he was. God started opening up my heart and my mind to understand him more. I started understanding the Lord more. I started understanding how he functions. I started understanding what pleases God. I started understanding what makes God answer. I started understanding what makes God, you know, you to your your desires. What makes him answer prayers. What makes him do that what you've requested. Everybody's walk with God is different. Learn your walk with God. We share our, our experiences because it will help you to understand some things about life that you're not alone you're not you're, it's not odd for you to be going through what you're going through we've all gone through it we have all faced it we have all been there it's not a it's not a like a weird situation no when you are in the wilderness just know that you're about to break through when you have entered into the wilderness and come out of captivity because the first thing that God has to do is bring you out of captivity. And when he brings you out of captivity, he puts you in a wilderness period. And that wilderness period is a sign that you are about to go into your promised land. That your whole dreams are about to become a reality. Your vision for yourself is about to become real. And all you need to do is hold on to faith. Don't give up.
that last failure that you had might just be the last failure before you enter into your promised land. Pick yourself up. Dust yourself up. Hold on to the word of God. Hold the hand of Jesus Christ and walk with your head up. Be happy. Pray. Smile. Teach yourself stuff. Enjoy yourself. Laugh. Talk to a friend. Enjoy your peace of mind. Enjoy your wilderness period because let me tell you, when you enter into your break land, when you enter into your promised land, you're going to be so busy. You're going to miss the days where you just sat around and you weren't doing anything. You're going to be so busy. You're going to be like, man, I can't even catch a break. I'm on the go every day. Enjoy your wilderness period. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Because when you get into your promised land, you have gotten more responsibilities. Every blessing comes with more responsibilities. Every blessing comes with more obligations. Every new level comes with more responsibilities. Enjoy it. Enjoy. Enjoy. Enjoy the Lord. I hope this message blessed you. I hope it encouraged you. I hope it motivated you. I hope I was able to enlighten you a little bit. Um, God bless you all. I love you, friends. And I just don't come on here and just talk just to talk. Because my desire is to see everyone, my friends, the audience, my listeners. My desire is for you to pick up on these messages and to grow and to apply them. If you do not apply it, you will not get the results that you're determined to have. If you do not apply these little techniques, apply these little spiritual things, you won't get the results. You need to apply them. It works. It works. It works. God is in the business of making you smile. God is in the business of doing miracles. God is in the business of changing lives. God is in the business of rewriting stories. But God needs you to agree with him. God needs you to have faith. God needs you to believe because that's the only way it's going to happen. He just needs your belief. He just needs you to trust him. And it will work out. God bless you all. I love you all. May Jesus do you more than I have ever done you in this message. And one more thing before I end it is if you know that you're listening to this message and you have not fully given your life to Christ, I want to ask you to take a moment right now and give your life to Christ. I, I plead with you that the best thing that anyone in their life can do is have God. Forget about what you see out there. There's nothing out there. Life without God is a life that is empty. I am preaching the truth. I've lived a life without God and I'm living a life with God. So I am the best position to tell you the both, the experience of the both. And I love my walk with God. I love my life with God. That's the best thing I've ever done. It's brought me nothing but peace, abundance, joy, increase, and a lot of good things. So, if you know that you are far away from God, or you know that you have never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, or if you know that you once had God, but you are a backslider, you have backslid away from God, God loves the return of the prodigal son. God loves the return of his prodigal daughters. Heaven is open and happy to accept you through this message. I want you to repeat after me. Lord Jesus, 
I believe you died for me. I believe that you sacrificed your life so that I may be free. I accept you today as my Lord and my Savior. I ask that you come into my life. I ask that you cleanse me, redeem me, renew me. I ask that you make me new, that I become a new creature in you, Lord Jesus. I ask that you come into my life and you change my life. I ask that you help me to fulfill my dreams. I ask that you help me to become successful. As I accept you today as my Lord and my Savior, may you perfect all that concerns me, change my life, and make things in my life better. In Jesus' name, amen. That's it. If you said that two-second minute, that two-second prayer with me, and you really meant it from your heart, just remember that you're a new creature now. You're not the same person. You are different. You are a new creature in God, and you are God's creature. Your identity has now changed. Now you just have to walk in the fullness of knowing that you have become saved and renewed. Walked in the identity of Jesus Christ. Do not walk in the identity of who you used to be. You are saved and you are delivered. And Jesus Christ will come into your life and has come into your life through this two-second prayer. And he will start to do new things in your life. God bless you all, friends. I love you all. Please do send me messages. My Instagram handle is um, the Gap Talk Show. That's um, the capital G period A period P period talk show. Um, you can also find me also on Instagram as Grace Amarachi Peters. That's G R A C E A M A R A C H I P E T R S. Um, you can find me on YouTube, The Gap Talk Show, Anchor, The Gap Talk Show, Google Talk, The Gap Talk Show. I'm on all platforms, Spotify, The Gap Talk Show. You can find my messages, season one, and this is season two. Listen, be blessed, apply the process, and you will never, never regret it. Please send me messages. My email address is... Um, you can send me messages through um, this platform, the Anchor platform. It allows you to send messages. You can send me messages through that platform. You can also send me messages through my uh, Gmail, which is Peters at gmail.com. You can send me a DM through my Instagram. I will respond to you. Trust me, I promise you, I will get back to you ASAP. I will not leave you alone. I will give you a lot of tips that will help your wilderness blissful. God bless you all and I love you all friends and stay tuned for season, for episode four. I'm sorry. (laughs) Bye. Have a great day.